A nature trail is more than a path. It's a place for weekend laughter, moments of self-reflection, or a much-needed breath of fresh air. With All Trails Plus, you can plan your next hike, ride, or run with confidence so you can relax and enjoy the journey. All Trails Plus gives you all the info you need in one place so you can make the most of your time outdoors. Quickly discover new trails near you and spend less time driving and more time on the trail with the Distance Away feature. And get immersive trail previews and 3D views so you know what to expect before your first step. Want to go where cell service can't? Download the map to keep your route in hand and never get lost, even offline. You can even get alerts if you take an unexpected turn. There's a trail out there for everyone. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus. Just use code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. That's three months free at alltrails.com slash podcast with code PODCAST23. Ladies and gentlemen from the Microsoft Theater here in downtown Los Angeles. Brought to you by Sean Porter Promotions. Sean's like diagramming plays over here on this yeah, one. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, man. Drawing routes up for the X, X receiver. Does Blue Wire know we're not at Blue Wire? Yeah, they know. Yeah. We're still Blue Wire podcast, though. I just hit him up like five minutes ago. We Come could. on, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Still a Blue Wire podcast, though, of course. Yeah, we still sign a Blue today. Wire. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they didn't, they're, they're not top ranked. They didn't drop us after one one off show. But, oh man! Um, no, yeah, we're here. Mother's Day. Yeah, Felt yeah. it was right to be here. Yeah, Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. And Absolutely. let me ask you: I'm serious. Do we cut and start over, or should I just go get my notes from last night? No, go get your notes. No, go go get your notes. All right, I'll be yeah. back. I'll be back. Good. Uh, yeah. So boxing's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> last night was fun. <laughs> Yeah, we had a good time. Brandon, yeah. Mother's Day song of all time. That's an easy answer, right? Come on, guys. So, what? Dear Mama? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey Mama by Kanye was really good, too. Mm. And and, and uh, Boys the Men had a... Hey Boys Men, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Uh, what was that called? Come on, Car- come on, uh, Zytel. Is it a song for Mama? This is you. Oh, I won. Yeah. Renee mama, says, Mama, Mama? Yeah. I, I love it, you, I my think, Mama? I think it's a song for Mama. mama. Please, Mama? It's a good one. There go. Come on, come on. Somebody help us. He said it. Renee confirmed. Yeah, song oh, for Mama. Yeah, okay. Renee said it. So, um, so, so as I tell you, know, you're the nice guy. How you felt Sean was dressed last night? Go ahead and get your nice side because I'm about like to cook it. What'd he say? I like the hat. <laughs> hey, when I tell, it's not a rule. The whole house, my whole house went against Sean last night. I even, even not going to Sean and I just have, we just disagree on overall fashion, the aggressiveness of fashion, yeah. kind of doing all that. I just think the it's it's actually a matching issue. That's my concern. Last night, you know, he I think he does pretty good. Last night was was pretty bad. Yeah, it was it was but, just it was just very confusing. Just like yeah, in the was, ring, he, he's talking about you. To take chances. Yeah, go out to my twenty twenty Porsche Panamera to <laughs> get my notes. <laughs> so what color what color is your Porsche? Because I think there's four different greens. If you add that, your shoes and your shirt. He was doing a lot. Porsche. Okay. Uh, mine's just pronounced Nissan. Mamba so. Green. Yeah, don't mine's, do that. Yeah, don't Nissan, do that. Nissan Ford. Mamba Green. We we ain't got no foreigners. I'm just wondering about like. So we're talking about your fashion before we get into the fights and everything. Mm. Yeah. It, is it is it like a fashion thing just not to match? That was that was the general consensus of the house. There was some confusion on that. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I approve of a lot of stuff you wore. Last night was pretty bad. Well, last night was was white, red, and green. But there were two different greens. That's the concern. Yeah. yeah. That, <laughs> he admitted to it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the concern. I almost, I, I had to do those shoes. Okay. I had to do that those That was your shoes. only option? My only option. Uh-huh. I had to do those shoes. Are your feet gaining weight too? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. Um, so I didn't have, I didn't want to repeat with the greens that I've had. Okay. I didn't, I didn't want to do that. Yeah. So I went out and I bought a new green um, uh, uh, blazer and I wasn't able to get it. I went from paintball yeah. to the shop and they and it wasn't done yet. So okay. I was like, dang. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. I ran back here and Made you know, happen. put it together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were there. But but the funny thing is like if you just see the bottom, you're like, yo, them shoes is clean. But yeah. if you just see the top, you're like, yo, that, that fits clean. Yeah. But then when you see it together, you're like, ah yeah. <laughs> your whole body's on the show. This dude said if you just see the top. Now when I'm on Fox. Oh yeah, that was a fox. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the I'm zone. I'm just saying that was zone last night. Shout yeah. out to the zone. You know, working with the zone right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got to work with, and we we can start there. You got to work with Jessica McCaskill. Yeah, yeah. she's a monster on there. She's, is that one of the notes? Jess is a beast. Yeah, yo, there you go. she's a monster on yeah, there. She's good. I knew she, and I knew she was good. She's very poised. Um, and I'm not, I'm not gonna talk about her like I'm an expert and yeah. I'm surprised or anything like that. But just to, you know, uh, my thing when I'm when I'm specifically next to boxing people, I like to kind of just pick their brain. Yeah. She knows a lot about a lot. You know what I mean? So uh, definitely outside of the boxing ring, she's got a lot to offer the boxing world. And of course, inside Great of the boxing ring. ring. She's uh, she Midwest? She, she Chicago? She's Midwest. Chicago? She, uh, she says born and raised in St. Louis and then moved to Chicago. Chicago, yeah. yeah. Chicago is what was coming to mind. But yeah. And then Kate Abdo, she, yeah. she's pretty decent at her job. The K- best of the best, yeah. number one. Kate's a knucklehead. Fair. Well, Kate holds it down. <laughs> she, she comes after me every show. Hey, yeah, that's sometimes it's necessary. We come after you every show too. So yeah. it just yeah. kind of all ties together. Maybe you just got a face <laughs> like that. Hey, she's like, oh. <laughs> but, a little different though. Like I'm not uh, used to a woman coming at me. I can like, yeah, I can defend myself. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So it's yeah. like I got to be careful. I, I thought, I thought, <laughs> and these times, the roller, yeah, yeah, the Rolodex is not deep for 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 women. I, I actually yeah. needed, I, and we can touch on on the live shows. I actually needed Kate. She's a Manchester United fan, and when we did the live at the uh, Nevada Boxing Hall of Fame. At the Red Tail. Yeah. Gala coming up August 26th. Yeah. People on the live all of a sudden started cooking me on the Manchester United kit. Oh. And so I was like, Kate Abdo is here. She, there she would be defending me. But um, yeah, I had the Paul Pogger kit on. Uh, and then we did a live at the barbershop. Yeah. That was good times. So back to back. We did back to back lives. Play a little paintball. Paintball went well. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to all the fans that came out for paintball. Yeah, straight up, uh, that was cool. Some people, a lot of people went down yesterday. A lot of injuries yesterday. For real? Headshots. What you mean? Headshots. Uh, we lost. We lost my man Bryce. Yeah. When Bryce went down, straight to the midsection. Uh, what you mean went down though? Hey, no, no. Hey, my man took a headshot last time. Yeah. Then took a body shot. His body. He got a. He got. He got a <laughs> <Pete Thurman> body. <laughs> hey, shout out to his daddy. Shout out to his daddy. That's what his daddy side. I, I still don't even know. My my guy Mario comes up, and I don't even know. Man. I don't still don't understand what happened. First game, he gets shot, and all of a sudden, his forehead was, looks like yeah, that sealed his head. It was swollen like crazy. I couldn't believe it. So he he went away, and then he comes back, and it's like a little. It looks like a little like he little flesh there, yeah. a little fleshy, little fleshy, and it's a little red. We we go out for a game. We come back through. My <laughs> man sitting with a hematoma right yeah. here on his head. Yeah, I, I thought if the round had started, they would have said, "Go see the, see <laughs> yeah. the doctor right. in the corner." Right. Yeah, yeah we get serious out there. Shout yeah. out to Carson's yeah. wife. You know, uh, you know, How'd she played yesterday. 
Yeah? Yeah, she's the truth. Always. Yeah, there was, yeah, she's had like a couple yeah. off weeks. But yeah, you know, if they said we need to draft some women, she's up first. Yeah, yeah there was, yeah, she's there going was first. one game where she, she connected. Like, three headshots. Yeah, three headshots. They were hey, attributing to her. She hit me in the head. And you know when you got you get punched or get hurt when you're a kid and you're waiting for the pain? I got hit with the with the paintball. <laughs> I fell. And I was like, oh, I'm feeling no pain. I had protection. But she, it was, she, boom, right in my head. Beep, beep, beep. beep, 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 beep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how she did. That, that that's a, how I that, that was a play-by-play breakdown <laughs> of the game. Yeah, that was her I think sniping. I, she, she won the second round. I think I picked, she was my second pick. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta so, pick someone. Who the hell did not pick her first? Then. I know better. Who didn't yeah. pick her first? Well, who'd you pick first? Um, that's crazy. Yeah, I remember because I, I definitely would have took yeah. her first. Yeah, but I went with Mario. Then I went with her. Mario, yeah. Mario's terrible. Yeah, shout out to Mario. Yeah, <laughs> hope the swelling. But he like me. He got all the gear. So yeah, he kind of yeah, he, he, he was geared up. Thank you. Um, Let's go back real quick to the Nevada Boxing yeah, Hall of yeah, Fame. Sure. I want to shout yeah. them out again. No doubt. They called on the podcast thinking that we would help them get the word out even more. So we're going to continue to do that. Yeah. The Nevada Boxing Hall of Fame uh, ceremony, the gala, is August 26th and 27th. Mm-hmm. The tickets are on sale now for that gala. You can go to nvbhof.com and you can buy tickets there right now. And we... We nope. needed Zytel there. We needed you there, Zytel. Oh, yeah. Because the, so the way they were, I don't know if you, you tuned in on the Porterway, you know, podcast YouTube, but the way he was he was announcing Rambling Ralph. Yeah, Rambling Ralph. Shout out Rambling was, Ralph. He would say, you know, hey, this guy did blah, blah, blah in this year. And we're like trying to figure it out. And I was like, we were all like, Zytel, I looked at, Zytel yeah, I looked at Sean. I was, I looked at Carson. I was like, Sean would have this like immediately. Yeah, He's like, yeah, no doubt. The second he said a year. Everything, yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. Did you uh, did you happen to see the classes, Zytel? Um, I did, but I gotta I gotta look over it again. I know Mia St. John got in, Iran we yep. got in. Um, Bones Adams. Bones Adams, right? Former WBA. Uh, I'll go through it real quick. Yeah, I just because I want everybody. If you can get there, you should come. You should come not just to support the Nevada Boxing Hall of Fame. Yes, I I am. Um, I do I do work with them, but beyond that, you you get an opportunity to see some great fighters, some legends. You have an opportunity to be in a room with a lot of great people in yeah. boxing. Uh, the class of twenty twenty: Bones Adams, Fernando Vargas, uh, Jose Luis Castillo, Miguel Cotto, Ooh. Julian Jackson, Mark Johnson, Too Sharp, uh, Danny Lopez, Azuma Nelson, James Tony, Andre Ward. This is all twenty twenty. Uh, Lorenzo Fertitta. My guy, your guy, <laughs> uh, Sammy uh, Macias, uh, Carlos Padilla, and Jose Suleiman, who is, uh, I think, the original president of the WBC or the first president of the WBC. Yeah, yeah, Mauricio. That's 2020. So, 2021, they only did two: Floyd Mayweather Jr. as well as uh, Roy, Roy Jones, Jones Jr. So it's, I mean, that's a great Yeah, class. if you if there that's are two guys class. to put in, yeah, and that's yeah. it, those are the two. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, going back to 2022 now, yeah, Kennedy McKinney, uh, Vince Phillips, Iran Barkley, Ray Mercer, uh, I think was there the other night. Um, Michael Nunn was there the other night. Israel Vasquez, uh, Mia St. John, Gary Shaw, shout out to Gary Shaw. Yeah. Um, big promoter in the early 2000s. Mid uh, and of course, all, all the way to the late 2000s. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, Jerry Enzenberg. Eisenberg. Hector, from the Eisenberg. Work star. Yeah. 
writer. Okay. Yep, yep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. They they spoke on him. I was like, I have no clue who that was. And then when they 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 were they said his name, I said, Oh, okay. He was yeah. in the HBO Legendary Nights documentary. Yeah. 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 So he's great. And uh <laughs> Hector Macho Camacho. Oof. Bob Foster. Bob Foster might be the best puncher in light heavyweight history. Mm. Might be. So we got we it's gonna be eventful. Um Nevada Boxing Hall of Fame is doing the best they can to make it uh exciting. They got a resorts world. I you guys didn't do yeah. the tour, but it, it's gonna be bananas. And it was it was fun just that night. Yeah. Yeah, we had a ball. Even even of the boxers, obviously Michael Nunn is getting in. He was he was funny. He was yep, having a good time. Yep, yep. Chop Chop Corley was having a good time. Yeah, Chop Chop always having a and good time. Rock. We don't want no problems. We don't want no problems. <laughs> this this baby rock right here. Hey, shit. Yeah. Y'all think I'm big. That boy. And I ain't talking about out of shape. No. He, he looked like he asleep. Our, our guy, shout out to our guy, Mac. He beat him in Connect Four. And I was yeah. like, I would lose in Connect Four on purpose because he'll punch straight through that. Yeah. I looked at and I said, I said, yo, uh, he lost unless he punks <laughs> Mac right here. And I was like, I'm not, I don't you know if he's, out yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure he won't punk out Mac. I think I would have, I would have missed one of the things. I just, yeah, I thought, <laughs> I, I, I literally thought he was going to take two and just go one, two, like, now <laughs> do not something about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Actually, with that being said. I saw him, I, I, I talked to him over the weekend and it was crazy before the Canelo fight. You know, this just goes to show Canelo's aura of invincibility before the Bevo fight. He thought Canelo could move up and beat Usek. So, oh. yeah. So that, and Rock, know, Rock knows how to break down fights with the best of them. So that just shows how much, you know, Canelo's aura of invincibility was heading into this weekend. But, wow. you know, that's looking ahead to later on. Did you guys actually see that Blitz cabinet in the back? Yeah, we did. Okay. It was back there. Nobody touched it. Like we hey, felt people we felt wanted like, to people wanted to smoke with you though. Oh, so, oh hey. that, that is what people kept saying. Yeah, we're showing like, it. Man, I came to play plays I tell them blitz. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I people should, watched I, the podcast, man. They were ready for you. <laughs> why, <laughs> why are you so amazed? <laughs> at, like where you think where you think my numbers come from? <laughs> people oh, showed box? up. People showed up to yeah. paintball. Like, yeah, yeah. I saw it on I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. You're like, whose podcast? Everybody uh, last night at the at the T-Mobile Arena, they're like, I love the podcast. I'm like, damn, like I, I did fight. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> hey, I, I can't wait till you get to the point where they they don't talk about yeah, fighting no more. Yeah, I right. cannot wait. I feel like I'm a tomorrow away from that. Like tomorrow, that's gonna be it. <laughs> you're like you're the Annie of retired boxing. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, Zatel yeah. gonna start hitting them like, hey, 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 I work fight hype. Okay, stop with the podcast all the time. Last thing for the Nevada Boxing Hall of Fame, they have yeah. a disclaimer. They said we don't okay. want to compete with the Canastota Hall of Fame. We not we we just want to be. We believe that a Hall of Fame deserves to be in Las Vegas, yep. in Nevada. Everyone that you see ain't going into the Hall of Fame in Canastota. Most of those fighters fought here mm -hmm. in in Las Vegas. Of course, Madison Square Garden, New York, and the list goes on. But I think that it's important to have a Hall of Fame here in Las Vegas because this really is and always has been. The mecca of boxing yeah. is this is where every fighter wants to be. I remember when I got here, I hated being here. And then I caught us. Touche. I caught a um a view of the skyline and I just I was listening to some music and I was like, I was like, I'm where every fighter wants to be, and I'm unhappy about being here. And that's really what changed my whole mindset about being here in Las Vegas. So uh Las Vegas deserves to have a Hall of Fame yeah. and we want it to be big. 
August 26th and 27th, get your tickets, Nevada Boxing Hall of Fame, nbbhof.com. And is it something that people visit outside of, like, the gala and stuff like that? They do have a uh, a Hall of Fame, what, what would you call it? Uh, like a Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame building? Uh, well, yeah, what would you call it? Cause they, they well, have, usually you just call it a Hall of Fame, like the Pro yeah. Football Hall of Fame, Canton, Ohio, yeah. Yo, all day. <laughs> They have uh, a, or had a place. It, it was opened up. I think it was 2018 to 2019. They opened this place up. Uh, it's at uh, Boulevard Mall. Boulevard Mall. Okay, yeah, so there's, a, so Boulevard there's a place Mall. people can go so, yeah. and see stuff. Yeah, because yeah. I'm thinking usually people come here for a fight. That's something you can just pop over your big box yeah. and you make it to Vegas for a big fight. You yeah. can see that. Boulevard Mall's right oh, off the like strip. The it's, it's they they need the support of boxing. Yeah. You know, yeah. with the support of boxing, they can get their own building and create a Nevada Boxing Hall of Fame. So. Go ahead, tell. Oh, no, yeah. That, that place, you definitely got to visit it if you're a boxing fan at the Boulevard Mall. And yeah, also, man, get your merch when you go out there. I've been living off these these like shirts the last three years i got like 10 different fighters of them at the living off these shirts yeah i like it um yeah that's that's clothes shopping for you yeah absolutely you go school school shopping once a year at the gala half of them got stolen at this point because i had someone borrow the evander holyfield shirt gone um my aaron Pryor shirt is gone my thomas Hearn shirt is gone but i still got somebody hawked the aaron Pryor shirt that's crazy (laughs) it was hey no hey look no if you want all due respect to the valley uh boxing hall of fame you want to be in the zytel hall of fame look over his shoulder my man got some legends behind him (laughs) that he took pictures with and bro Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. he forgot. <laughs> yeah, you got some legends up there, man. Yeah, that's, uh, shit, maybe, maybe one time I got to put it up, but that, yeah, that was like, don't show too much. I don't want to see nothing. Nice little closet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is there a way to donate to the Nevada Boxing Hall of Fame? Um, I mean, that's essentially what they what you're doing when you buy the tickets. Of okay. course, if you can't go but you still want to donate, uh, they have contact information on the website nvbhof.com. Okay, contact somebody if you want to just donate anything like that. Uh, I'm know there's a lot of fighters out there. They they do autograph sign gloves and sell and you know for uh, auction and all that kind of stuff. So. It's a work in progress. I believe this is year eight for the Nevada Boxing Hall of Fame, and they just want to get bigger yeah. and better. And I'm again, you know, I'm ecstatic that they that they called on the hall the the uh, podcast to do what we did the other yeah. night. That most cool. Hall of Fames you know of have been around forever, so mm-hmm. they're definitely yeah getting yeah, the ball. They got rolling. some time. Yeah. yeah, it'll build from there. So yeah. shout out to Michelle. She's doing a great job over Absolutely. there. Absolutely, Wallace Lewis. Yeah, yeah. So big fight last night. Yeah, man. You were in the building, yeah, man. Hey, the fir- hey, the- hey, he clipped him in the first round. Who, who uh, the first him? fight? The Chinese dude. Oh, Big Bang Jane. Big Bang. Yeah, Jang. Big Bang. Big Bang. Hit him so with the Big Bang. I, I was a little disappointed that he didn't get to. So he was gonna match up with Phil Bergovich, which was gonna be a good match and be a title in there. Bergovich's dad, they said, reportedly passed away. Oh, okay, um, maybe in April, uh, but it was a last minute. He ended up having to pull out, and Boy, he got Big a bang Bang's on there. Bergovich would have beat him, but. That's what a lot of people yeah. are saying. I think I think the same. Ervovich yeah. has a lot of offensive weapons. Yeah. He needs, he's very versatile offensively. So, um, anything else noteworthy that on the undercard? Yeah, uh, Jang though, to his credit, fun TV fighter. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I, you know, I think if we really quickly go to the the co-main, yeah. I don't think we have nice okay. things to say about this fight as a whole. 
Montana Love. Um, yeah. yeah, I like uh, I, I like the straight left, you know, straight sharp shot. But yeah, he was content to pop shot with it. Could have made it a little easier on himself, I think, letting his hands go a little bit more. Yeah, but. I felt like using the jab. You know how I am, but starting with the jab, especially from the outside, I think would have would have helped. Um, and I and I don't want to say anything that's gonna, for the sake of words, expose Montana Love. I don't think he was exposed last night. I no. don't think that last night was a reflection of who he is as a fighter. I just think that it was the guy in front of him did not make this a TV friendly fight. And this is, I told this to Montana and then I just happened to walk into his locker room the, on the other side of his locker room. You're looking for the bathroom? Yeah, I was like, looking for the bathroom. Get the, get the hell out of here. No, I just said, looking for the bathroom. <laughs> I said, I, I told him, I said, yo, I just told Montana this, I'll be remiss if I didn't tell y'all, you got to make sure you, you, when you guys can make these matches, especially for TV, make sure you make a TV, a match that's going to be beneficial for boxing but also beneficial for Montana Love yeah. on TV. This was not a good TV fight. I remember early on in my career, hearing my dad talk about TV fights and we can't take this fight and so on and so forth. I had no clue what he was talking about. Mm -hmm. he, my dad never wanted me to be in a, in a ring in a fight where the fight could be boring or somebody would be doing something that just wasn't aesthetically friendly for, for fight fans. And that's what we got last night from Montana Love. I did think he won the fight. I thought it was extremely close. I wasn't sure if it were if they were going to give him the victory or if it was going to be a draw. Uh, but I thought it was very close. I thought this guy fought... He... So I, this is what I like about this fight. Hey, Sean, I want your input on this too. But um, Styles make fights and stylesmakefights.com. Chris and Gil. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Shout out to my guys, uh, stylesmakefights.com. Uh, I people think that the only way you outpunch, or excuse me, not outpunch, but you, the only way you box a counterpuncher is by throwing combinations and by being aggressive and, and by getting to the body and, and backing that counter puncher up. Uh, I felt like what we saw last night is definitely contrary to that belief. And I like it. I believe that you can counter punch a counter puncher. And I believe that that's what was happening to Montana Love last night. Uh, the guy was forcing Montana to be first. That's not his rhythm. And it, and it left him open quite a few times throughout that fight. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I remember the fight where Jose Luis Castillo in that first fight gave Floyd probably the toughest fight of his career. He actually, even though he was aggressive and stayed on top of Floyd, he would he would counter the counters a lot of the time. Um, yeah. Sometimes even bait the counter to then counter the counter. But um, yep. but really for for the and Miguel Cotto did that a little bit with Mayweather too. Whereas Maidana did the more you know yeah, typical game more. plan you were talking about. You just yeah. got a whole bunch of punches against the counter puncher, but. Yeah. Um, I noticed with guys that that did what you're talking about, they still had to fight on the front foot and stay on top of them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they did counter the counter puncher sometimes. But uh, but with love Montana loving this fight, uh, the pop I actually thought he won wider than the cards had it because I just oh. didn't see Golas getting off to anything effective, and he was getting popped with the straight left hand sometimes only two or three times, four times around because Montana wasn't opening up much. But that was the cleanest shot all night. And I just wonder if Montana's the kind of guy that you got to speed him up to get him to to throw more punches. Exactly. And that doesn't excuse, you know, that he should have stepped it up as a co-main event on a big opportunity like this to keep his momentum going. Yeah. But against Baranchek, who forced him to fight, that's where we saw him open it up. 
Yeah. And, uh, and, and against, you know, Golas, he was content just to take what was there. Golas wasn't letting his hands go a whole lot either. He respected the sting on that straight left hand enough to think twice. And, and, you know, it, it was what it was, but I think Montana might be the kind of guy where if you let him just land that one left hand and, and he can win rounds doing that, he'll do that. You got to speed him up a little bit to get the best out of him. Yeah. Got to speed him up. I, I would love for Dizone to speed him up. Like, I, I like everything you just said. You're right. Uh, hey, how far away is he from fighting the big dogs? At 135, he's he's a little ways away. He okay. could use a tough, you know, 10 to 12 rounds against a top 10 guy. Yeah. To get right. ready for that. So yeah. one, a guy we mentioned last night on the show, uh, I mean, on the show at my house, is Mikey Garcia. Put him in there with Mikey. Let's see, is let's Montana really at 35? Because I thought he was at 40. Uh, he needs to be at 35. 40. This fight was at 35, and he made the weight. Okay. okay. All right, so. Did he fight? Br- he fought Branchick at 40, though. 40, yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How y'all feel about the Mikey matchup? At 40? Mikey at 40? Mikey at 40. I like him at 35. I don't like him at 40. I think that I think he'll be his most healthiest and sharpest at 135. At 140, he may not, the power may not translate for him. Uh, he may even be a little, a uh, little off yep. with his timing and his rhythm. You know, um, was it that like I thought he was closing in on the IBF shot at one forty? That's why he had that IBF title. I think this yeah. was a title eliminator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody said at the house yesterday, Shane Mosley Jr. Maybe? Yeah, just yeah. Shane Mosley Jr. Yeah. He had, yeah. I mean, the IBF was in the ring after the fight. Yeah, and it was a twelve round fight. Yeah, it was a twelve round fight at one thirty five though. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. I I know because I double checked. Yeah, That's I, why. Yeah. yeah okay. To me, I, I trust you. Yeah, so yeah. so, who's the champ at one thirty five? IBF. Uh, it would be. Come on, come on. Oh, um, oh, Cambosis. Oh, that's what I thought. Oh, Cambosis. Oh. Uh oh. Uh, I know. I know Montana Love like for forever. I mean, you you've met him before. <laughs> yes. I believe that he needs heat under him under him to get him to be his best. Putting heat under him is forcing him to make 135 pounds, not allowing him to make 140. There's a difference. Gotcha. And the difference would show in his in his performance. That being said, I want Haney to be Cambosis. The press conference leading up to this oh, one? That would be crazy. They will <laughs> go all night. They may fight before the fight. Right. <laughs> and I mean both camps. Yeah, right, right. Like, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know what I'm mean? Yeah. This is going, yeah. This, <laughs> this fight, yeah. It's church against the dog called Pappy. Yeah, yeah, it could, you know, yeah. This is, but yeah, I, I, that I disrespect is Poppy. Don't disrespect. Oh, see, Eddie Hearn got me saying Pappy. Oh, Pappy, <laughs> you get all the damn accents, yeah, yeah, all K, the impressions. K, K had me say state status last night. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, wait a minute. What is that? Influence you, man. <laughs> um, yeah, main event. But overall, I'd like to see him back in the ring uh, relatively soon. Yeah. Kind of wash this one away. Yeah. So he, does he get the winner or he has to fight another eliminator? Well, we see that uh, there's already clauses in the contract from what we've been told between. He's talking uh, about Coleman. Are you, oh, you're talking about talking about Haney, Haney and Cambosis? Oh, yeah. That they have to rematch anyway. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. So, so it'll, be, it'll be a couple out. But yeah, just keep the momentum going for sure. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. 
They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you want a laid-back trail to hit with friends or you're planning something more adventurous, All Trails Plus is your guide to making the most of your time outdoors. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus with code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. What? Go ahead and go ahead. Get your seat going. Oh, for the main event? Yeah. I think we watered it down. You good now? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm good. He's been ready to get to yeah, it. Well, no, I think... Coming, I think coming out the gate, the energy will be a little different. Oh no, no, no! I mean, I also picked Gamboa to, to beat Cruz, so I'm not, I'm not like a perfect. But well, who cares about fights. getting the undercard fights wrong? You pick, you pick the so far the biggest fight of the year, right? In enough. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think part of it was, and shout out to our, our other guys that were there. Like we said, Sean King, yeah, Sean, former Tim, NFL quarterback, yeah, Tim, great Tim, guy. Uh, he Buccaneers. Rolled, he had Bevel, right. Our guy Martrell also had Bevel. Yeah, so I, uh, who is his brother? <laughs> I'm really savvy people in the sport. Last minute, and it wasn't the fight white uh, fight week hype that did this either, because this didn't happen for Plant or Saunders or Callum Smith. A lot of people last minute were like, "I think I got Bevel," or yeah. at least we're giving him a really serious chance. So yeah, yeah. They- I, I knew I was nervous when I couldn't bet on Cardinello, and I never. Yeah, been nervous to bet on Canelo before I, the fight. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Mm. I couldn't and, do it, and I have to. And for yourself, or just what everything so, you were hearing myself, from other people? No, for myself, I just mm. I, I start watching this dude. And I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. And yeah, mm. I have to give a shout out to my guy Lefty of Chicken Talk. He also he was an early believer in Bevel on this. I wasn't. And and the second we we had the clip, the second the fight got announced, they came in here and said, I think he beats him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I think part of the. Not Shout first. out to the Blade Barbershop Dre. Yeah. Dre told, told me yeah. three years ago. And yeah, the Dre, fact yeah. that Dre believed yeah. in him made me very uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, shout out to Dre. Uh, doesn't usually get him. Carson got right. two people he don't believe in. Dre and Martrell. Yeah, and both of them were with Beeble, so I was sweating bullets. But um, And also, one thing to mention, I wasn't I wasn't rooting for Beeble. Like, I didn't care you, this is what you thought. or not. I just thought he was going to win. But I think part of like my That's frustration with it, it was... There were there were too many things that made sense and people just ignored it. Yeah, like yeah. I was like, he's the bigger guy. Yeah, well, he's not that much bigger. Yeah, but he is. He's he's a hundred and seventy five pounder for his career. He's a bigger guy. Right. The jab, the one two. I just hand thought about speed, what do you speed. think he is in the ring that night? Uh, Bevel, I don't know. Two hundred yeah, pounds, one ninety. Okay. 195. I don't. He doesn't strike me as a guy that would Balloon. rehydrate and and just. Be crazy amounts of of of, of weight yeah. over, and I I didn't think to be fair. I even said I didn't think he was going to blow him out. Which he, in my my humblest opinion, he did one seventeen one eleven. Yeah, that's how I had it one seventeen one eleven. Um, yeah, I was just I was just I was like nine yeah, to three. Huh? Yeah, I guess I was I was just surprised that, that he, every time I add the tens <laughs> and the nines, it don't add up yeah. right. <laughs> I just I was just surprised that the little credit he was getting. The people really were just like, nah. He, he doesn't have a chance. Canelo's just so big, Carson. He's yeah. the he's a face of boxing, so there's just so much respect on his name that they're like, whoever gets in and with, yeah. f him. So where, where where do we want to start with it? Um, uh, shoot, I thought we already started it. 
I'm just saying, do we want to go what went wrong for Canelo, what went right for Bevel, the scoring? Well, I want to, I want to talk about the scoring. What? Okay, go ahead. How can you give, you know, I'm a Canelo fan. I purchased his hat the day before. I want yeah, my money that, back. that you did. Yeah, I want <laughs> back now. Uh, Sorry, tough break. Uh, yeah, but how can you score all three judges, 113, 113, 115? Like, my man literally was winning the fight big time. I felt like he just cleaned up the rounds. Yeah. I literally had somebody text me in the 12th round. I was like, 11th round and said, if Canelo get the 12th, I got it a draw. I'm like, how? Well, if you look at how? It, so, so if you look at the scorecards, which we're looking at now, so they gave Canelo all four of the first rounds, all three judges. Yeah, that's nuts. But if, if you look at it just on a finite level, if Canelo wins the 12th, it's a draw. I'm not, I didn't see all three scorecards the, the exact, exact same. same thing. Yeah. So, uh, it, but all three our our scorecards are the exact same too. One seventeen, one nine. They were yeah, correct. I guess we can't. <laughs> How did you have it? Zach? I had it one sixteen, one twelve. I gave two, yeah. three, four, and nine to Canelo. Um, okay. Round one was kind of close, and you'd be generous to give it to Canelo. And if you gave it to Canelo, there's your one fifteen, uh, one thirteen. But again, I almost had to. Yeah. I almost had to chest punch my cousin Drew with a bevel right hand yesterday. Oh my round. god. Tell- <laughs> I, I, yeah, he and he listens to podcast, so I have, I have to mention this. So we're all the first round ends. We're all you know, what do you think? What do you think? And I, and I said, who gave Canelo that round? Like really, nobody, give, nobody. And everyone's like, no, nah, not really. And so I asked my cousin Drew, knows boxing decently well. I said, how'd you have? He goes, nah, I, I can't really call it either way. I got a draw. I said, he said, I got a yeah, draw. I got a draw. And I said, well, first you, round. Yeah, I said, well, you have you have to pick one. But I, I don't know. I just can't really, I can't really see it either way. I said, that's not, you can't just leave it. And then we're joking. You can't just leave it blank and then go back and fill it in after. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. It, was, it was crazy. Scoring was crazy. Yeah. That, that, that's, that was, if that had, if he had won the 12th, then it would have been a draw. Yeah. Like, how do you walk away from that? Yeah. I was waiting on the robbery. I'm going to be honest with and you guys. And had a, man, yeah. a moment of panic yesterday. I almost, almost grabbed my pants. Do you have, you, do you have it? He'll put it in later. So they oh, have. Y'all recording me? They read it. And, and I was feeling confident, even though Canelo's scorecards sometimes are a little crazy. I was feeling good. And so they read it and they say, and still. And Ant was like, oh, oh. And I was like, no, he's the champion. Ant yeah, was The still got me, though. Yeah. I, I mean, I know he's. He got the crowd. He got everybody. I was yeah. like, don't do this dude like that. I was man. like, I was like, uh, oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Um, but, but I think going to the fight in general, I don't, I don't think this, like, there's a, there's a natural reaction to want to knock Canelo down or he he wasn't as good as we thought he was. He's been fighting all these European bums. However you want to look at it. Mm -hmm. It was just, it was just a step too far. Yeah. You went up, you tried to fight. (laughs) It was just a step too far. You tried to fight a 175 pound champion in his prime. He tests greatness. Yeah, and he has the traits that give Canelo problems. Like that, that it was just as easy as that. Hey. I know we'll get there. Yeah, but I believe Canelo will win the meet the rematch. Yeah, I don't count him out. Oh shit! Me and Carson I, do I, not believe I know, that. I know we'll get there. Yeah, but I I do believe that. Let's get into the X's and O's. Yeah, and I think what people missed about Bevolve <clears throat> when you're big and big like Bevolve, it's to every to the naked eye, to everybody on the outside looking in, we all we all say, well, he's gonna be slower than Canelo, and Canelo's just gonna break him down. He's got so much body yeah. for Canelo to hit. Canelo never really went to the body. Canelo was never an exclusive body puncher throughout this fight. He was an arm puncher. He was an arm puncher this mm-hmm. entire fight. Nothing that he he did Canelo never really tried to go solar plex, you know, um, uh, liver shock, you know, and 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 dig and just keep going. 
Go back to uh, to Earl Spence Jr. a few weeks ago when, when Earl knew what he had to do. He dug down. He went exclusively to the body, exclusively to the inside, yeah. which is where Canelo needed to keep this fight. You go back to, to game planning. You go back to preparation. Canelo has, ne- has not had to prepare for fighting an inside fight with anyone. So he has not prepared himself for a Bevolve. Bevolve did not have to change did not have to change anything at all. He still worked behind the jab. He still used the ring the, uh, the ring the way he wanted to. Still found, found moments to take one step back like we see on the highlights. One big step back just to get out of the range. Yeah. And Canelo has not had to go after guys like that. He's never had, he has not had to track guys down, guys that move consistently and had these different movements. So I personally felt like Canelo was not as prepared for this fight as he could have been and should have been. I believe that Canelo uh, left a lot of things in the gym and also in the locker room, i.e. the body punching was not there. There was no serious jab from Canelo this entire fight. There was no head movement. There was no feints. He left a whole lot of things in the gym and in the locker room, and I think that those are all attributes that he has. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about anything that he needs to do that he can't do. But I think that he didn't do any of those things. He was, and it and it didn't allow. Any, he didn't set anything up the entire he night. He was laser focused on that uppercut. Yeah, yeah. he landed some of them, but yeah. he was he was winging that uppercut. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. But all all said, Sean, does you feel like it's Bevo that reason why he couldn't do that? Literally, he couldn't he couldn't get a shot off. Yeah, he couldn't well, get a big shot off. The guy's defense was great, better than I thought. Yeah, well, he, that's what he, he would throw a shot and bring it right back. Yeah. I got worried. He hit with um, it early, but he made the adjustment. Yeah, yeah. Because I got worried early on. He, I thought that his defense was going to be to just stand there and allow Canelo to just throw. And I was like, no, nah, that's not it. You have to still be able to step back and start to use the ring a little more, which he did do. Yeah. Right so, in the fifth yeah. round, that's what he did. He picked up his feet a little bit. Yeah, and and it gave Canelo problems. And he just had a great sense for knowing when Canelo wants to rest during those. Yeah, things. yeah. He, he had and a great. I was going to say he didn't go for the traps when Canelo was leaning yeah. against the ropes so and his hands in. down or come on. He's like, no, I'm good. Hey, did he hurt Canelo three or four times? Uh, I'm not sure. Not particularly. Oh, I feel I, like he hurt I didn't him. get that vibe. I didn't feel like either guy really got hurt that no. fight. No. And, last night. And Khabibo was smart not to overcommit to those combinations. He, yeah. he, he put something on one or two or three out of the four or five punch combos, but he didn't overcommit because that's all Canelo wanted was to get him in an exchange, that, you know, setting that lazy trap. On the ropes, but uh, yeah, they, sorry, hey, Car- that- Sean Carson, yeah, Zartel, uh, David Benavides, Charlo, whoever else, three fights. We don't even care about this fight no more. They lost this fight. If he were to take on those, three if he fights, cleans that, yeah, yeah, is Canelo's to that point where this victory is be like Manny Pacquiao losses. Yeah, I think a loss, no matter how great you are, unless you avenge it, you know, or or come up with a big win or a big win or two after, it always uh-huh. takes a little luster off of you. He's still a superstar. Okay. He's still yeah. Canelo. He's still one of the greatest fighters on the planet. But yeah, it takes a little luster off of it. You know, I want to see the rematch eventually. Maybe Golovkin first, because they were talking about him fighting in December, um, you know, as well as September. So maybe now, you know, instead of it being some John Ryder fight in England. It could be a rematch with Bivol if he can take care of Golovkin, or maybe they push Golovkin to the side and, and make this Bivol fight first. Yeah. What was the best thing that that uh, Bivol did to you last night? Um, I, I actually think Zaytelman. I think not overcommitting. I think just just fighting his fight. Uh-huh. Didn't the moment didn't seem too big for him. Yeah. 
and when we were watching the fight and people on Twitter, people in the house, I was like, they, there will be times where they're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, you've really never seen people fight. Because, like, this is how, that's how people fight. Yeah. He, yep. He's yep. not. Yep. And then when Canelo's leaning against the ropes, like, he's not going to go for it. Yeah. He, he's not. He doesn't overcommit. Um, and what about you, Zaytel? So I, just, I thought he just had a – he really picked up on Canelo's rhythm. And yep. he started using his feet a little bit more. Even though he was behind early, he didn't panic and start opening up too much. He used his feet and, and was smart and made adjustments. And I thought the best thing he did was just have a sense for Canelo's rhythm of when Canelo wanted to breathe and take his rest in between his spurts. And he took advantage of it every time. Canelo has great defense, so he'd throw in combinations so that even if one, two, three, or four missed, two got in behind it or, you know, at some point in the uh, in the combination. But for this fight, for a rematch, you know, Canelo – his stamina really let him down in this fight. And that, that used to be a problem for him, you know, back in his career and it got better. But by the second half of the fight, there was already a little bit of steam off his shots at times. He had to fight with his hands at his waist a lot more than we're used to. Usually he could fight all 12 rounds, hands up, head movement, hands up, head movement over and over again. But I'm, I'm curious if that's the real main adjustment in a rematch is, is can he get his gas tank up to pace to push the, to push a better pace. In the first Golovkin fight, he threw, I think, 500 punches. In the second fight, he threw almost 120 more punches. You know, that's 10 more punches per round. You know, maybe that can do, maybe maybe that's the main adjustment for him. Or, or you know, is can he pick up the pace and fight at Bivol's pace more? Because that's what I saw Bivol really take advantage of. Yep. You know, you know, what did you have for the You know most? what got me is, you look at the record 19-0 and, and you expect, this guy don't really know a veteran in the ring. Mm -hmm. He looked like a veteran in the ring. He didn't overcommit like you guys said. Yeah. His movement was great. Yeah. He did everything it took to, to win that last night. Yeah. There was a point where they were literally just standing at each other. He's like, I'm not going in. He's like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah I'm, I don't, why? I'm yeah. doing what I need to do. Yeah. yeah the there was a point during fight week where we were talking to him. We, we were recalling how this guy had pictures of himself fighting since he was five and six years old. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you've been fighting longer than Canelo. Technically, you know, not, mm -hmm. not, yeah. you know, but so yeah, he's <laughs> to speak to your point and about, he showed up like a guy who had been there before. And, and that's why somebody pointed out that he had 19 fights. I said, yeah, he had like 250 amateur fights mm -hmm. though. So mm -hmm. it's not like and, he's and, just and, a guy on the, off the block. In the hey. crowd, man, it was an upset crowd. Sean, you were there, man. There was no energy in that crowd yeah. for a Canelo fight. It was yeah. dead compared to yeah. the plant fight compared to, you know, Cowboy Stadium. So it yeah. it, just, it, it had the upset night. All it, it was it was funny to feel the energy in the crowd, being so pro Canelo. It was almost like they they weren't convinced until round seven or eight. Round eight, seven or eight. That something was that, that something was <laughs> something was amiss. Before that, it was every time Canelo threw, every time Canelo got close, it was the typical ah. ah and then when when Bebo was landing punches early on, it was it, you would hear ooze, but they were they they go go away very quickly yeah. near the end of the fight. Every time Bebo landed a punch, it you could hear the crowd ooing out of out of worry and fear, and um, that that was really uh, funny to me because it was like. When you get on TV and you promote a fight, you got to convince people that this is going to be a great fight. You got to convince people that, well, I know you don't know this guy, but trust me, he's got a chance. You got to convince people. 
even in the crowd, upwards to seven or eight rounds, they were not convinced yeah. <laughs> that Canelo wasn't going to pull this off. Then guess what? Round 10 comes around. Everybody's quiet because they realize, Bro. like, this guy's really big. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, this Canelo can't hurt this guy. Yeah. He might not be able to knock him out. On the inside, that's when people in those last couple rounds actually surprised Canelo and stayed in close and banged him with a couple of left hooks inside. And yeah. that that you're right. That that's when it was kind of like, okay, now he's even beating Canelo in close where yeah. Canelo wants him to be at. Yeah. And that's what what I found the oh, most uh um impressive thing that I, I found about Bivol was what we just saw right there. He he counter punched in combination, which I thought was pretty cool. It was like his it when he chose to counter uh Canelo it was three or four punches and then there were also moments where just like this right here where he he's gonna take advantage of this moment right here I got a I got a moment look guess what it's not about knocking you out it's about taking advantage and letting everybody see that I'm winning this fight and that I can beat you and then and then once I'm done taking advantage of this moment we 10 seconds of that all you need is 10 seconds to convince a judge that I won this round and then he backs off and he go, go, goes back to let me get back into my rhythm and get back to being patient and doing what I got to do to win this fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he really, he showed intelligence last night on a level that is uh, on a supreme level. I don't think we and, see that often. He was a guy that was co-signed by Andre Ward uh, yeah. some time ago. People claimed he was Ward retired to duck, you know, be well, just internet bluster. But <laughs> Andre Ward kind of co-signed him. Like, he, he is, he's legit. Yeah. Um, and he more than stood his ground because I told him that was going to yeah. be a big thing. He stood yeah. his fucking ground. Yeah. One, yeah. one thing I I don't like with, so Canelo, you always mention, you know, striving for greatness, going for it, you know, daring to be great. I'm all about that. Do it. Mm -hmm. Go up the fight. But when you do that and you get credit for it, when you lose, you get you get knocked for it. Yeah. So now you can't be like, as a Canelo fan, you can't say he's too big. Oh, he oh he was going up to one seventy five. He, he's not supposed to beat that guy anyway. Okay. Well, then hey, you, you hey, can't give him hey, credit when he beats hey, the guy at one seventy five. You say that, but they all gonna say that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. And, and there was there's that back and forth a little bit where it's like there are fighters that people want to do that more. Test yourself. Mm -hmm. Put yourself in a fight that is a 50-50 fight where you are not somebody that's gonna just cruise for a win. Yeah. As I tell, is it, you know, I'm a big Floyd fan. Floyd, they, a lot of people tell me that Ray on no boxing, Floyd fought in the safe zone at 147, 154. People wanted Floyd to do this. Keep going up. Go to 160. Keep going up until he literally got in a 50 50 fight like this. Do, do you feel like that's, that's what people wanted Floyd to do, what he's doing, Canelo's doing? Just keep going up? No, I, I don't think. Uh, Not true boxing fans, but you know, outsiders. No, no I think, I think, uh, you know, purists that you know don't have an axe to grind against floyd or anything they just you know whatever wanted the highest level of opposition possible i think um he was in the right weight divisions and, and fought a lot of the best guys it's just you know de la hoya was 34 they come from two different olympic classes that's not floyd's fault by the time he got up mm -hmm. in that weight division that's the age de la hoya was at um shane mosley was was 38 but you know that was a fight that could have been made no six and shane talked about his tooth and um, even were some talks when they're at 130 and 135, but the business happened when it happened. But no, in Floyd's case, um, he was in the right divisions, beat all the right guys. I guess the only, you know, the only thing you could worry about isn't that he did go 160. It was that, um, you know, De La Hoya had a receding hairline and Shane Mosley was a little old. You know? <laughs> Damn the hairline! Come on, man. Betray Why are you doing? Oh, oh, I, I, I use that as a I use that joke as a microcosm that you know, <laughs> Delahoya yeah. 
when he fought Floyd uh, at 54, since we're on it, for, you know, randomly, he would have still beat the Miguel Cotos and the Antonio Margaritos that night. So mm-hmm. Floyd definitely beat um, Oscar De La Hoya with juice in the tank. It was a great win, but he didn't beat that fresh hairline, great legs. Right. Are we done talking about Floyd? Hello. 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 Um, yeah, and I would I would still like to see Canelo continue to do that. If that's the legacy you want, do it. If, if you want to go sixty eight, seventy five is it was a bridge too far. I do think that we're gonna get the rematch. He loses the rematch. I'm sorry. I don't I'm think he too. loses the rematch. I don't see how he wins the rematch. But what? So what I'm looking at in the in the, in the highlights that we have now, of course, is, these are later rounds and everything, but. The thing about me and people, people always talked about me having an endless gas tank and I fought the same way in the 12th round that I fought in the first round. Main reason why I fought that way was because I had to be that on, especially against the elite guys. If I wasn't on, I would be off and something would ha- could happen or would happen. Mm-hmm. Canelo, I don't know if he has the ability to stay on. He's gotten so used to finding his moments to have these breathers in these moments yeah. to have these spurts against Bivol, he has to be on. I think that's number one. Like like to uh to Zytel's point, can he get his stamina up like that to a point to where he is, whether that's offensively or defensively, something's going on at all points in time. I, I or in that triple G rematch. Well yeah, you can do it again. Yeah. I looked over at Kate and I said uh I said Offense, or my, I looked at Kate and I said, uh, and, and also uh, McCaskill, uh, I said, my dad always said, punching or fainting, fainting or punching. You're always doing something in the ring. I said, you can see that Canelo is not, uh, he's not consistent with his movement at, at every point of this fight. And that's why, why he's falling behind. And I think that to my dad's point, I was always moving. I was always doing something, and then now and never allowed a guy to catch his rhythm. Never allowed a guy to really start to work the way that he wants to work. Everybody says it's always going to be an ugly night when you're going up against Sean Porter's because I really never allow, allow guys to rest. And Canelo, in order for him to beat Vivolve, he can't rest. He's got to, or he's got to break Bevo down to a point where he can find that rest because Bevo doesn't have the snap and Bevo isn't moving the way that he, that he has, he moved the, that entire fight. I think he had more snap than maybe anticipated because, oh yeah, because he, he was popping him with some shots. I, I didn't see a lot I'm, of body work last night. If you go and you take a look at this, if you look at just Canelo in this fight and you go and take a look at the last three fights that he yeah. had, he fought the exact same way yeah. against Bevolve that he fought against Caleb Plant, that he fought against Billy Joe, um, Challenges. Billy Joe Challenges, and yeah, the list yeah, goes yeah. on. Stylesmakefights.com. Yeah, of course. And with that being said, you can't come to the ring. Now he knows. Now he knows. That shit didn't work. That shit didn't work. I got to go back and I got to do something different. I got to come back to the ring with two and three different game plans. And I think that that's going to happen in a rematch. Is it possible it's his Vernon Forrest, Shane Mosley? Vernon, I don't uh, think Shane so. Mosley, I, I'm right? not I'm not convinced that he is. I'm, I, I don't know for sure. But I, this is the last thing I'm going to yeah, say yeah. about it. I think the biggest thing that has to change about Canelo, which probably won't change, is his feet. Canelo's explosive top body. Yeah. He doesn't have explosive bottom bottom side, you know what I mean? Like he can't close the distance very quickly. He closes the distance behind the jab and the explosive right hand. If he can't close the distance against Bivol with his feet to get close to him and make this an inside fight, get to the body, then then it's going to be the same thing all over again. So he also <laughs> and this is going to sound funny. 
does he really need to change that much? He almost won yesterday. That's on the judges, Carson. Take that fight somewhere. Take this fight somewhere else. It's frustrating that way. And then also, and credit to people who also has a really good sense of humor because he has some good. He has some good lines at the press conference afterwards. Yeah, and in the ring. But he 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 said afterwards, and I absolutely agree. He's like, treat me like the champion next time. Mm. When we rematch, like they never gonna do that. <laughs> but well, they, no, they, well, they don't have a choice. Would, yeah, I would just say, yeah, well, no, I'm, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna, yeah, rematch him then. Yeah. Like, tough he's break. Canelo. It don't matter. Yeah, it's like Anthony Joshua over there. He lost, and they still treated Andy Andy uh, Ruiz like the he yeah. wasn't champ. Yeah, think about it. No, did, did Bevo not walk first yesterday? He did, and he was. And he's the champion. And then when, when Andy Ruiz and Anthony Joshua fought, Anthony Joshua walked. But he's still gonna the get the money. He gonna still gonna get the money. You can go walk first. I'm sure, Canelo's gonna <laughs> give me my I'm money. Sure you can, Canelo's you can walk get first. I don't care. Lion's share of the money, but I'm saying you need to. There, that needs to balance out because now you he beat you, so it has to balance out to an extent. But yeah, I'm looking at the scorecards and I'm like, does Canelo really That's need? So to, funny, does man. he really need to adjust That's that much? Because he, yeah, he do. He, he does. Was, he he was one round away from getting. That's crazy. One round away from drawing. And I'm a Canelo fan. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that the judging that's that's rough. Yeah. I didn't see anyone that had it that way. Y'all ready for the heat? Good. We also, I'm just gonna say this. We do also have to preview Charlo Castano too. Oh, okay. I, right, no, right, you right. no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Bit, take. Yeah, you good. All right. We mentioned it a little bit last week. I, I tapped it, y'all, y'all threw it away. Express as I tell. Oh boy. A Reynoso's overrated. Oh. Ooh. In the last two weeks, Eddie Reynoso's won four rounds in 24 rounds. World title fights. Cool, though, man. Freddie he Bro, made, Buddy McGurr, guys uh, don't uh, lose streak. Hey, what adjustments did he make in the last 24 rounds? Ooh. I didn't see no adjustments in both his fighters. Preparation. Is he just got the great one of the greatest fighters of all time? I thought his game plan with Valdez and Stevenson was solid. It's just Stevenson's Adjust. a fighter, you know? Adjust. Where's the adjustment? You got the fighter. The fighter. I don't. I don't think it's you much that Valdez. Kentucky could. Derby. You just think he didn't have the horse for it? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't make no adjustment. Hey, yeah. Bring Jose back in there. Ooh. Bring your daddy back in here. <laughs> bring your daddy back in here. Hey, Reynoso. So as I tell you, you're still you're still shooting that down with with prejudice. What? Oh, I'm, uh, preju- I'm not prejudiced. No, no, I'm not, oh, I'm saying. <laughs> No, it, well, how things turn, you know. Got Mexican baby. First, uh, Reynoso was overrated in that Canelo in in the time after the Mayweather fight, maybe he should have went to like a Freddie Roach or Robert Garcia or Nacho Beristein, and but then but then Eddie proved himself to be a great trainer, and and I, I do think that great trainers, even Emmanuel Stewart and and Buddy McGird and Freddie Roach, they go through losing streaks. So uh, Reynoso is still a great trainer. Um, maybe you guys are right about the adjustments and that's something he'll have to work on on the fly in the corner because he's the kind of guy who thinks he's got it all figured out from the tapes and setting out the game plan. Mm. And um, usually the game plan's superb. It was against Plant and Saunders. For Valdez against Burchell, it was superb. But then his guys go up against guys who like to box a little bit more off the back foot and that that gives them... Well, Saunders and Plant did the same thing or Saunders and Plant did the same thing. I just think... Um, you go through some losing streaks, even if you're a great trainer. Isn't he also, you mentioned earlier, the gas tank, though. Isn't he also partially responsible for that? Eddie Reynoso uh-huh. and Canelo? Are you supposed to get him right? I'm sure there's a strength and conditioning guy. I'm not questioning that. but Even Chris Areola, trainer, he so. tweeted the same thing out, that he felt he was overrated last night. Mm. Probably I mean, some I, mean, I, I, I some also, bombs in I also think there's another guy overrated called Bomat, and he oh. will get exposed in the Spence uh, Crawford fight. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know. Bomack, you got, a guy like like Rob Brandt 
and became, you know, all respect to Rob Brand. I just mean, um, you know, I know probably some coaches along the way would have felt Rob Brand overachieved by getting to the WBA title. Some people felt that way with Jamel Herring, even though he was an Olympian. So, right. mm-hmm. you no, know, Bo Max made some good things happen, but right. also good, got one doesn't of the can't be overrated. I, I, that's true too, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure I would say he's overrated. He's He definitely... Like Zytel said, he had a bad two weeks. Yeah, but if, but if it's something that it's a pattern, like like Zytel said, bo- people that like to box the opponent, well, if you can't adjust to that consistently, right, that that's may, not a that's good thing. On you. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's not that's a good thing you. if it's a it's a pattern of behavior. Right, um, if you're not able to adjust there, but right. um, yeah, it, w- it was a big big weekend. And then next up, we have we, there's like 15 fight cards. By the way, I'm on one. Oh, here go Carson Pettis. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, what? I know. I'm on one of. Yeah, we're not, that's probably one we're not going to address. Okay, much, but all right, all right. Um, so we're gonna address and, all of that. Well, we can we can start. We can go quick through. Um, uh, Zerto's back. No, 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 we we can go. Your, so Zerto's back on his own. You about to piss him off? He already no, no, mad about good. this whole moment. No, he's good. Um, Zerto's back. Pretty, because now now Bevol getting the belt, and if, if Bevol's not going to wind up fighting Canelo, Zerto now is lined up pretty well to get a shot at Bevol at some point, man. All right. Yeah, one seventy five starting to turn into a fun little division mm-hmm. there, but sure is. Um, yeah, so Zerto's back. Um, uh, who's the guy? With, <laughs> almost said with the old face, uh, Zapata. Zapata's back. William Zapata. <laughs> he does he, have old face, and he fights uh, Rene Alvarado, who's he's, I think on a three fight losing streak. He lost the two versus Gutierrez. How but, does he do this? And he don't have it in his face. Like, oh he, yeah, he's, he's, he's a, I just know stuff. he got he got good you got good grades in high school. Yeah, somebody's you? in my ear. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, so that that would be a good one. And then, do you want to talk about the card that, that you're on? Because I don't <laughs> I don't care to. I got Triller next week. Shout out to Triller. Yeah, I'm on. I, got I ain't mad at you, bro. Yeah. Get, you, get your paycheck, bro. Yeah. The most important part of that is, I think, is that Onyx and Cypress Hill. I it think, is. Okay, yeah, that's the only thing. Shout out to Onyx and shout out to Cypress Hill. But I, you're uh, insane in the well, member. Yeah, no, I got, yeah, I don't, I don't have much for it. Uh, the uh, the Vargas brothers are fighting. Uh, Fernando yeah. Vargas Jr. Emiliano, great talent. And, yep, yep, yeah, yeah. Great talent. Uh, oh, no, I got it all. Yeah, the um, Evander Holyfield Jr. Uh, is it Evan? Evan. Yeah, Evan. Excuse me, Evan Holyfield's on on the card. Uh, Cypress Hill and Onyx. Okay. That, those three, those three right there is the reason why I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. And of course, the fact that it's right there in that Did Snoop call you? No. Right, he call you personally. That's like his company. You didn't even mention the main event, which is kind of funny. <laughs> I yeah, yeah. Kovalev, Pulev, and, and it's not even Kubrat Pulev. He, it, whatever. You should just left it. I'm yeah. not even like. My my Portaway podcast fans, I just want y'all to watch the jock and hear me. I'm gonna be ringside. Yeah. That is where my passion for commentary is. And I never get ringside for the big ones. So yeah. um trailers giving me an opportunity to do that. I can't wait for NBC to come back with Ring City yeah. so that I can get more uh ringside commentary work. Uh all that being said, I knew that I have an opportunity to be ringside and commentate. I love doing that. Yeah. And then to see the young guys on the card along with Cypress Hill and Onyx, I was like, all right, cool. I yeah, I can go for this. I want to check, but I think I think there's an ESPN card too. Like I'm, I'm pretty ESPN sure. Plus. Yeah, who is who is on the ESPN Tony Yoka versus Martin? Tony Yoka's not bad. Yeah, Also, my oh. man, my man Badu Jack's fighting that night. And Floyd Mayweather's fighting. Yeah, in Dubai <laughs> on a helipad. Yeah, but yeah, Tony Oka. And then, um, so the main card coming up this weekend, also in California. That's not trailer. It is not trailer. <laughs> by, by about four cards. Showtime. Oh, there's three fights in 
LA area yeah. the same night. Thankfully, LA traffic's notoriously not bad, so you'll be good. Yeah, you guys are good. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm and not driving. Kovalev, want- Kovalev, you know, hard guy to root for <laughs> after what's gone on outside the ring the last couple yeah. of years. But yeah. in the HBO days, one of the best jabs. I crusher. Yeah. He was a crusher. Think about the old days. They're the old days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Showtime. Some some would say one of the best welterweights on the planet back in the ring. Oh yeah, some would say he's overrated. Not me. Not, Not me. Who is it? Jerron Boots Ennis. Oh Boots. Ennis. Yeah. yeah. Isn't he on the? He's on the screen behind me. Hi Ennis. Yeah. Shout out to Boots. Shout out um, to Boots. Somewhere and, they asked him uh, who he. Maybe Carson knows the source. Uh, who he would liken himself most to, and it was Roy Jones. So good mm, call there. Okay. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, and Clayton's not bad. He's no yeah. slouch. This, he's he's going to push him. Yeah, and he's I saw also him recently. He's going to push him. He had a draw with Limonets. Go steal Clayton, maybe. Um, but and, and he's also not to discredit. Like he's he's thirty four, but he's not like a beat up 34. 34 That's you know yeah crazy with eight, losses. With yeah, like he, he don't have no reach. Yeah, draw with Limonets. Yeah. Okay, like his reach. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh, oh man, zero reach. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> hate to see that. It's all muscle. Yeah, it's all muscle. That's Isak Cruz's reach. <laughs> it's all muscle. Oh, but um, it'll, it'll be good to see Boots back. Um, there's been a lot, not a lot of noise for about Boots, but rightfully so. There's been a lot of hype about him, so we'll yeah. get to see him in there again. What what ladder Boots heading up? WBC, I mean IBF, WBA, IBF, I believe. Yeah, is this a title eliminator? Possibly. IBF. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, IBF. Okay. Um, yeah, so so we'll get pretty to see sure you. he already did that. Though. Okay, Earl, you're on the clock. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. He'll work work his way into a mandatory status, hopefully at some point. Sean, um, think, some, uh, give him a shot. Go ahead. Think Boots will ever fight Errol Spence or uh, Terrence Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford or those 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 timelines aren't going to line up. I feel like those timelines aren't going to line up. I feel like both gentlemen will end up moving up to 54. Right after they fight one another, yeah, and maybe even chase each other at fifty four. It it could be a situation where we see them fight at forty seven, and like maybe and, Jerry. and maybe even see a rematch at fifty four. We we may not even see the rematch at forty seven. Hey, do you want to do your hater, hater segment of the day? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Who, 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 I, I have a hater segment. <laughs> well, should we also preview the main event first? Hey, who you, who you think he can get? Who uh, Crawford or Spence? Who do I think Dennis. he can beat? Who, uh, who, who do you, do you think, think he'll get a fight? tougher test? <laughs> I think both of them. Yeah. Give him hell? I think I think yeah, collectively with the styles, even mm. those guys fighting differently, they're yeah. still I think that only thing I think they can get on him is experience. Yeah. And that's what where what I think, and I'm sure that's what their camps think. Mm. I do believe the same. Uh, but it's weird, man. Like he's Jerron is talented plus. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like that just makes you different. He you good. know what I mean? He good, good. And yeah. I, and I'm not saying uh, Errol Spence Jr. and Terrence Crawford aren't talented of plus because yeah. of course they are. Yeah. But we don't see talented plus against that one against talented plus very often. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Especially with the youth of Jerron Ennis. So yeah. and then main event we got. I, the, I don't think or? we'll see those fights. You only got. I got a feeling we we won't see those fights. So rematch. How we feel? Charlo Castaño too. You know I like I like the uh, Argentinian Sean Porter. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of the guy. I feel like Charlo's the guy who should be able to be better from the first fight and make. Uh-huh. I agree. You know, he's I th- a, yeah. I think he goes for the kill. I do too. And that's what scares me. Well, the me. first, I think- what he told us 
in uh, the morning of Spence Ugas, he said, I got hit too much in that first fight. And I just didn't need to take that many punches. So he, he felt like he needed to defensively sharpen up in this rematch and yeah, maybe make him miss and make him pay a little bit more. But Castaño, man, he throws heat. He's got good power yeah. and speed on, and throws great combinations. His speed was a little surprising, I think, to Charlo and, and to some of us ringside. We knew we could put combinations together, but he's got some fast hands and, and Charlo fought well off the ropes, but got hurt on the ropes a few times. I just feel like Charlo, it's Charlo's fight to lose. Like he should be the one with, with the height and, and more athleticism and should more tools. He should, he's more, the boxer puncher. Castaño can only fight the same way he did in the first fight. Maybe he could bring it somehow even more. Um, maybe defensively tighten up a little bit. And, and, but I really Castaño is going to bring more of the same It's Charlo who should be able to find more tools in his toolbox than from the first fight and make the adjustments. I don't think there's much about Castaño that needs to change. I think that he kept. Well, people thought he won the first fight. So I, I, I thought, also he, thought yeah. he won the first fight. I too. thought that he, I thought he kept Jamel Charlo off balance the entire fight, the movement, the in and out, the feigning, the combinations, the whole nine. I, I, I don't think that there's anything about Castaño that needs to change. Uh, oh, except for one thing, he's number one. He's got to stay focused. There, we had a, we had a weird moment in the in the fight that I I hated. Even when he came back to the corner, the coach the coach was telling him something like "you're you're okay" or something like that. Like we're almost there, or something. Mm. Like, it was something weird. strange. Yeah. Stay focused on the moment. Stay focused one round at a time. Don't 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 count the rounds and and try to get your fighter to to the uh, to the finish line before mm. the time has come. You know yeah. what I mean? And then, I, and then we saw uh, Castaño get dropped at, near the end of that fight too, and I think that that almost is, dropped. huh? Almost dropped. He, he oh, or, yeah, almost he, dropped. And I think that 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 was focus as well as stamina as well. So he, I think that, he almost dropped Charlo too. Yeah, let's not talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah a lot of people not talking about that. that well, best fights of last year. And guess what? If if Charlo, I don't think he will, but if he decides to stand to sit back and allow Castaño to box the way that he boxes. He won't win again. He's got to do what he did at the end of the fight. He's got to take the fight to Castaño. He's got to be aggressive. He's got to work behind the jab and line up the right hand. If Jamel Charlo sits back, he loses this fight. Jamel Charlo is not a fighter that... Yeah, of course, he can catch the timing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's it's not luck, but yeah. it's it's kind of like you're rolling the dice yeah. with timing. And trying to roll the dice against Castaño is not going to get you a convincing win, which is what he needs time, at this point. Timing was the word I was going to go with. I think I think Charlo's going to be able to time him. I think for Charlo, or for from a Castaño perspective, Charlo is who, who Charlo is, but he's not he's not based on timing. I think Charlo is just, he's a, he's a boxer with big power. So I think it's- I think he's based on timing, though. Counterpunching to an extent? Yeah, I mean, I think he's yeah. 100% timing. I think maybe Maiden's more on the timing of the movement. Uh -huh. I think Charlo's going to be able to get the rhythm when Castaño, like you said earlier, he's going in, he's going out. I think yeah. Charlo, he's seen that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so it's something yeah. where yeah. I think that's that will benefit him in a big yeah. way. And, I mean, even, even being in the rink, like I always say, he reminds me of you. He, he's going to give you an ugly night, Castaño. Uh, can he catch the rhythm of him? And at the end of the day, Charlo... If you get him in a rumble, he going to rumble with you and say, I all think, right, you, if you want to do this, let's do this. I think my prediction, maybe I go two for two on main events. I think Charlo stops him. I mean, I, yeah, I think we all feel that. I think Charlo stops him. I, I have a feeling. Oh, now you guys are just rolling with all my picks. Honestly, you're the expert in the room. Yeah. I got a feeling Castaño's not tough enough. I could be Ooh. wrong. And I, and I hate to challenge. Hater. Hater I hate moment to, of I night. hate to challenge 
him. But from what I saw near the end of that fight, I think that shows up sooner. Okay. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going split decision. Okay. Charlo. So I, I, I would like to take. I just Constano don't have the power. I don't think he had the power to. to man, Charlo, stop it. So should I? What do you guys? I tell. I'll take Charlo too. You know, he's one of the most explosive and dangerous fighters in boxing. Um, but you know, we'll see. A lot of people felt he was fortunate to get that draw the first time, but I'll take Charlo. Yeah, he yeah. should be able to make the adjustments. So should we should we close on a topic that you and I talked about, and you and I briefly mentioned a paintball? I think it's a nice five minute conversation. Just close us out. All right. So somebody retired. Oh no no no! We not. Oh, you don't want to talk about that? No, we're not talking about that. It's an interesting discussion. No, because no, for the fans. No. Okay. Oh, shout out to Brian. I felt just shout out to Brian, fan who you know wanted the shout out real bad. So. Oh, that's what's up. (laughs) You sure? I think it's a nice little conversation. It's a quick conversation. Okay. Yeah. I feel like we've alluded to it. Now we have to mention it. So. Kel Brook retired. Was yours? Yeah. Oh, oh, here Brooke. we go. Here, Kel Brook retired. I see why. Oh, I see why you want to do this shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm just curious what the fans think. All right. So Kel Brook retires, which I think we all agreed he should have. I might have you back on this one. I After the Amir Khan fight, we all said, "Hey, Kel Brook, you got the fight. You finally won it. Uh-huh. You won it. Retire." He was kind of on the fence. He retires now officially. I don't think and this. This is my hot take of the week. Don't, do not clip us. <laughs> yeah, okay. we're your friends. We love yeah. you. No, you oh can my punch guy. me. That's fine. Okay. He just they're wrong. Is all. I don't think. I think Sean in his losses. I think there were adjustments that could have been made. There were a lot of adjustments that could have been made against Kell Brook from Sean's perspective. Yeah. Uh, Sean Corner looked like Eddie Reynoso. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think. I don't think any version of Sean Porter can beat Prime Cub Brook. Hold on! Yeah. I should. Yeah. I should. That's my hot take. All right. Feel I'm, free I'm the past comments. that, by the way. I'm, right. I'm past that. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Hold on to the All right. You know, I'm putting that hold on on you. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's All right. You know, I gave you heat on this. On the fight? No, yeah. You know, yeah. I, no, I said, no, I said forever you couldn't beat him still. Uh, that Sean Porter is not the same Sean Porter. Of course. I Sean, With them angles and shit and Let stop me, using all your damn head and so you just, got smart in the ring. Just in case he didn't explain it correctly, he says, ever since that I fought Kell Brook, no matter, I said, everybody that I fought, I fought, I fought Keith Thurman, I fought Adrian Browner, I fought uh, Andre War, uh, uh, Andre Birdo. Ward, I missed that one. I fought Andre Birdo. I mean, the list goes on. Errol Spence Jr., Danny Garcia, blah, 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 James blah. I said, the way that I fought all those guys, different, all of those different styles, everything that I did differently, you think that there's nothing that any any of those things that I could do against Kell Brook and beat him, and he still he stands no. firm and believing that Kell Brook somehow is like my kryptonite, and there's nothing he's, I can do. Don't get me wrong, he's the British. Don't get me wrong, it'll, it'll be a long night. Prescott to your Amir Khan. He, he he had you down. He like he had you timed. But you was just there are certain guys. And his point is yeah. moving beyond that in a rematch. <laughs> beyond that in a rematch. If I had rematched him in 2018, if I rematched yeah. him in 2020. Even a year later. Even a year, even a year <laughs> later. A year later. He, a year but, later but, but to my point, even yeah. in 2020 or 2021, yeah. the 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 Sean Porter of now could not beat the Kill Brook ever of, also of now. Reiterate for anyone in the comments. Prime Kell Brook. This is not orbital bone broken Kell Brook. Oh, right, right, this right, right. The best Kell Brook. Right. I don't think the best. The best Kell Brook that you guys can imagine yeah. against the best Sean Porter you can imagine. Yeah. Who wins that fight? Yeah. Please let, us, let, let him know. know. Yeah, let me know if I'm wrong. 7 5, Sean Porter. Think so. 7 it's 5. Gonna be, it's going to be a tough fight. Yeah. I, and I'm not. All right. There, there's but so many great that, fighters, you but. know, you know, they say, well, uh, 
they have a transition in their career. Sean literally went from the head butter and everything after that fight. You literally, you, I don't know what you went through, but Andre you, Berto would disagree you flipped. Shout out to Andre Berto. <laughs> Absolutely. You flipped, you flipped after that fight. You like, you know I got to fix You know I've shit. never met Andre Berto? Which is crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. You'll like, never meet him either. He'll clip you too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if you or your dad went back in the lab and y'all really had a heart to heart or whatever. Yeah. And you was like, I got to change up some shit. This yeah. ain't working. It, it was, it was maturity. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what I like to say about boxing. Paul, Paulie didn't help either. <laughs> no, Paulie didn't help at all. You know what I mean? Like, I, I really do. I don't want to dive into this, but I'll keep it very simple. I did go through transitions after the fight with Kell Brook, and I matured after the fight with Kell Brook. Yeah. I don't think Kell matured after fighting me. I think Kell oh. is who he, who he was and became who he became. I think I matured. What is our boxing expert think? Yeah, let's hear yeah, it. Like, why, why we leave him out of this? <laughs> Hey, I, I should just let you every, know. Every once in a while, I heard like a like a static in my ear. I told you, go ahead, go ahead. Zach. No, no, I, 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 I would have just loved to have seen what he could have done if he never would have took that Golovkin fight. You know, which got him paid handsomely. Um, but yeah, he never was the same. You know, like you mentioned with the orbital bone. But Sean, just to to ask about Kel for a minute. I mean, to put it simply, like, how good was he at his? Because you're the only guy who in a championship fight that really got to fight him at his weight in his prime. It's very hard to say how good he was because I I, re, I can remember like my state of mind in that moment. I didn't feel much. I didn't think much. Mm. And I was, I, I didn't react. I, it was like, there wasn't much coming out of my body be, beyond I gotta do, do what you did to, uh, Pauly. to uh, Pauly. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen again. You just got to touch him. You know what I mean? So it's really hard for me to say how good he was because I was so kind of for the sake of words out of my mind. I can tell you how good Errol, Errol Spence is and and Terrence and, and Terrence Crawford. And, and you were locked you know, in. Yeah, it was in locked in. It was it just it was the the focus was way different. Yeah. You know, like I mean? you almost fighting off adrenaline. That I was fighting off of adrenaline. Yeah. Hey, I want to. You think we can ever get Paulie on here next? What happened? That's, against dude, Porter. Yeah, I don't, yeah. <laughs> this guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? What the hell was that? That was not me. That was not me, fans. No, that was not me. That was audio from the fourth round or whenever Sean stopped him, I think. Oh. Oh, was it? Oh, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we can't laugh that hard. This is the part of the way. Disrespectful. Y'all have a great That's day. Hey, shout out to Paulie. What's up? I'm Showtime Sean Porter. I'm Ant. Follow me on IG. Ant with two T's. This is the Port Away Podcast. This is Anthony Brunal, and this is Carson A. Merck. Tell them what to do. Hey, like, subscribe, comment, follow follow us on all social media platforms. <laughs> subscribe. I'm from Louisiana. I'll talk with a B. Let's do all it. Right, Let's do one. it again. Let's all do right. It. Just introduce yourself. Okay. And then tell them, and then you tell them what to do. Like, comment, subscribe. Support You're here podcast. Already. You're already here. Hey, <laughs> hey, this is our outro. We're going to do it how we want to. I'm Showtime Sean Porter. I'm Anthony Brunal. Carson A. Merck. A nature trail is more than a path. It's a place for weekend laughter, moments of self-reflection, or a much-needed breath of fresh air. With All Trails Plus, you can plan your next hike, ride, or run with confidence so you can relax and enjoy the journey. All Trails Plus gives you all the info you need in one place so you can make the most of your time outdoors. Quickly discover new trails near you and spend less time driving and more time on the trail with the Distance Away feature and get immersive trail previews and 3D views so you know what to expect before your first step. Want to go where cell service can't? 
Download the map to keep your route in hand and never get lost, even offline. You can even get alerts if you take an unexpected turn. There's a trail out there for everyone. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus. Just use code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. That's three months free at alltrails.com slash podcast with code PODCAST23.